don't know how to say this, but it feels like we have lost the will to live. <laughs> what do you mean? Hey, everybody, I'm Griffin. <laughs> he did this last week. Look at that spike. Uh. <laughs> hey! I'm, I'm, I'm We want people to drop their cups of coffee on the subway. Draft day style. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm foreshadowing what we're going to talk about today on this week's episode of oh. Revenge of the Podcast. I'm, David I'm being, is, I'm being the robot doctor. David's cupping his hands. You know, the robot doctor comes out and he cups his hands. He's linking his fingers. I am Griffin. I'm David Sims. This is Griffin Day present Revenge of the Podcast, a podcast where we discuss the third and final film in Georgie Porgy Lucas's <laughs> Star Wars trilogy. Yeah, the Phantom, Phantom Menace Saga. Saga. That's what we call it. It's called Revenge of the Sith. It. We have a very special guest with us here today. Mm-hmm. David, would you like to introduce her because you, and I'm not angry about this. <laughs> you shouldn't be. Have podcasted with her in the past. Yeah, yeah. But she was the original podcast. I'm not uh, you're, jealous. You're, you're, the, you're the cheap. I'm not ch- jealous. You know, you're the uh, the other woman. I'm not jealous. Uh, this is so- Sonia Soraya. Hi. Hi. Hi, David. Who I do a podcast with called Night Cheese. Hi. Yeah, it's fun. We should eat cheese, actually, on this podcast. We should have got Well, I did just have a chicken parm flatbread from Pax. Wholesome foods. Is that really what you want to put on the line right now? <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look. That's what they that's what they had and that's what I got. What did um, you have? I, I had a crispy chicken club. Right. They had cheese uh, on it as well. Sony is the TV critic for salon.com. Yes, and Griffin, you are the other woman. Oh well. Yeah. I, I actually I did cheat on Sonia with when you. you when you guys first started talking about the podcast on Twitter, I did yell at you both about starting this with I know yeah. I know I just we got clear. you on no I appreciate it obviously obviously whatever this is a threesome literally right now yeah well <laughs> hey let's not let's not let Ben Ben can have yeah, some podcast watch. Watch. Yeah. Ben's watching Ben's in the corner <laughs> yeah of course we have with us as always producer Ben aka producer Ben aka the Ben Deucer aka Mr. Positive aka the Haas aka Halofennel aka Peeping Tom hey he's, right, a new a new he's got a new nickname because he's gonna watch while we all boon um, mm. Sorry. Was, I, I'm, I'm making it uncomfortable for se- we were that was the joke we were all making. It's true we were we were in, yeah, but I just wanted to rip the rug out from under you, Sonia. If you're saying that I'm the other woman, yes, in this situation, mm-hmm. Ben would be. What are you doing right now, Kate Upton? <laughs> oh, we're doing the film The Other Woman. You would be Leslie Mann. I'd be Cameron Diaz. And anyway, David and would I be am uh, Nikolai Costa Waldo. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's a really good position for you. I guess so. He he really have you seen that movie? He really he goes through some tough stuff in that movie. I actually have not seen that movie. Yeah, though. he 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 uh they give him hormones and his nipples get enlarged. I think he loses his job at the end of the movie. You know, that's a weird movie, The Other Woman. You shouldn't cheat. Yeah. <laughs> we shouldn't cheat twice. That's his receipt. He cheats two times. Oh god. Cheats on. Man with Diaz, and then on Diaz with Kate Upton. That's uh, what the movie is. Didn't uh, Nick Cassavetes direct that movie? Uh, probably true. Why were we talking about Cassavetes before? He did. He discovered a young Jake Lloyd way back when. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sometimes the apple falls so far from the tree, <laughs> it's in a different galaxy. Far, far away. Which brings us Sorry. to the Star Wars <laughs> galaxy. Uh, today, uh, Sony, we're very excited to have you on the show to discuss um, Padme's role in the film Revenge of the Sith, or lack of thereof. I want to say it's a little fucked up that we always have a female guest for whenever we talk about Padme. Is that true? I think it's unintentional, but because we had Rachel on for the second oh boy. For episode two. But she it, did that was d- because Rachel was the only person I've ever met who actually was into Anakin and Padme. Found it romantic. Like, really? at the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wait, was, Rachel Sanders? No, Rachel no, Rachel Lang. I don't yeah. know who this is. She's but a friend of ours. She was on our trivia team. But that is fascinating. I know. Yeah. She was all in when she was 12 or whatever. Wow. 13. 
Yeah. On Anakin. Were you all in on Anakin and Padme? I was hypothetically all in on, all, on pa- both of them. Okay. And then, Speak on that. Oh, God. Please speak on that. Yeah, what's your experience with the Star Wars, with the Phantom Menace saga? Well, of course, because these are the only three Star Wars films, yep. um, I definitely did not come into the prequel with any idea of what two characters I wanted to end up together. Right. Um, but I was so weirded out from the get-go by the fact that they had this, like, maternal, like, that she yep. had this, like, maternal yep. thing going mm-hmm. on. Especially yep. in Phantom. Yep. Yep. Right, because yep. you're watching it and you're going, wait a minute, are re- are those two going to be the two they put together? Yeah. And then they are, and it doesn't really change, like, that sort of weird taking care of thing. Like, it, it never... a good point. They never really have chemistry. It never yeah. really takes oh, off. No. Oh, no. Like, and it's she is always the sort of, yeah, the sort of like now Anakin. She does a lot of, you know, what, what are you talking about? Well, in, and in this film, I, I was noticing because, as I was saying before, I watched just the Padme and Anakin scenes yeah, or and sure. the Padme you, scenes. Yeah, you give yourself a concentrated well, right. dose. Takes me about 10 minutes because it's. <laughs> She's not in this movie. Not in this movie. We should talk about it's, that. It's unfortunate. Yeah. It's, it's a little frustrating. We to be think frank. Portman may have just been like. George, I'm busy now. Like, please, like, <laughs> let's just, you know. But I do think there's a lot to discuss in how little of this film she is in. Because George has said in behind-the-scenes material for Phantom Mass that he considered her the lead of that movie. Yeah, that he it was considers her Abedal the lead of Phantom. Oh, wow. Her yeah. story told from the perspective of Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon is how he describes the first film. I will say that, uh, okay, I'm... I'm sorry, showing my stripes here, but I really did like her portrayal in the first movie. We I like liked... we like her in the first yeah. movie. Yeah, <laughs> Griffin, so. made, Griffin made such a face. I like her. I like her as uh, Padme, not as much as Queen Amidala. Yeah, but she's yeah. not playing Amidala that much. Right, but also right, but also because Karen Knightley subs in for, yes, for right. so it's a little complicated. Yeah, the great but, uh, the great bait and switch. The great, the legendary yes. con. I actually them. think they did a pretty good job with that. Well, though. they they look similar. You just yeah. never quite know why it's happening. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it happens, and there's yeah. feelings. Right. Um, I I liked that because I liked that she was a politician. I liked that she had like oh, sure. you know yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. she had like a coterie of you know her handmaidens who were sort of also her like advisors, even though they sort of look like yeah. weird nuns. And her bodyguards. And her body, right, and yeah. her bodyguards. And they'd all lost to her in elections, as we yeah, discovered. Yeah, we found this out. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were the universe. losing candidates. <laughs> and you... also the losing candidates for the role, I believe. That's what we're saying, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, they yeah, they yeah, didn't yeah. get to be queen, Both. so instead they had to be handmaidens. Right, right. It's like if... But I mean, are you saying Mitt in Romney... the mythology, they also all were like vice presidents? Like they We're all... saying no. within the mythology, all of them ran against her, and then because they lost, they had to take the position of yeah. handmaiden But also in real decoy. life, all of them auditioned. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, it was yes, reflecting yes. reality, so, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, my yeah. God. But not yeah. Sofia Coppola, though. I think she just wanted to work on it. Yeah. Oh, God. We're, we're getting way into The Phantom Menace. Yeah. I'm okay. sorry. No, it's okay. My but mistake. just imagine if Mitt Romney w- had to be Obama's butler if he lost to him. That's, it's just, I, just, it would be I still so think great. it's funny. It would yeah. be the greatest. Um, Episode one, Padme's super important. Yeah, yeah, she's important and she's a plot driver and she gets a chance to like be courageous and be interesting and whatever. And she's yes. the fucking queen of a planet. Queen of a she's planet. the queen of a planet. And yeah. she yeah. successfully defends At 14. It. Which At 14. Is bizarre. Very impressive. Um, yes. And then she becomes a baby crazy lunatic. Like, well, really... well let's 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 talk about episode two for a little bit. Let's right. just so we can um, mm. chart this transition, okay. the devolution of her character the and her agency. Right? Sure. Yeah. So episode two, she's a senator. Sure. 
She's been demoted, but she she's a playmaker. Being very happy now with less responsibility. Well, she sort of has less responsibility, and she sort of has more. Like mm-hmm. she sort of graduated from like governing this uh, the planet to like sort of being the the representative on the world stage. She's sort of yeah. like in a secretary Galactic of state position. Stage. It's yeah. a right. It's yeah. like a cool. Yeah. It's a cool. She's like, the leader of a wing to do. in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. she's the leader of the anti-militarization right. wing. Yeah. 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 Um and. She gets a bodyguard. Gets a bodyguard who's Anakin Skywalker. Yep. <laughs> who is an eight-year-old boy she met once who asked if she was an angel. And still has a major boner for her. Just a huge. It is huge. the most obvious. And most watches her boner. watches her on security feeds while she sleeps. He is violently devoid of charisma. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. she cannot help but fall in love with him. Yeah, I, it I know. makes no and sense. And he expresses whatsoever. his interest in a dictatorship. Running yeah. uh, the, gal- the <laughs> galaxy. People disagree with you. And he you says that poli- them. And he says that politicians are stupid. She's a politician. But and somehow she's and this is their courtship. This. Yeah, and then they like roll around. In he's the negging her. He's negging her. Yeah, he's negging her. Stunning. Well, this is the thing. If you watch their relationship, they have such an abusive dynamic. Mm-hmm. It is terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's I, a bad boy. He's he sucks. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's a bad, bad person. He sucks. Yeah. He threatens her like constantly, and like over the course of these three films, she t- she's like this independent person who gradually becomes like sequestered into his quarters. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's, and this is crucial in the third movie. Yeah. yeah where she's right. basically only on one set. Right. And yeah. she's only in that weird circular living room of yeah. theirs with like all of the cushions. And every time that they're there, every time that they're there, she's like slightly more pregnant, but also it's the least convincing baby bump of all time. Yeah. I no. think we should get but, into I mean, that I for mean, a second. But also, every time that they talk, he is dour, they have no joy, and she's always saying, you have to let me in. Right. And it's like, oh my God, like, it's textbook. It's textbook abusive relationships. Well, also, most abusive relationships, I feel, run hot and cold. Right. Like, there is a hot, right. that right. where you go, why do you stay with him? He's such an asshole. And right. it's like, like oh, well, well, you don't because, know, sometimes. Right. Right, right. Anakin's never given her anything no. other yeah. than just bummer sass. And sperm. Yeah. Yeah. All the time. And she's like, I don't know. I just love him so much. It's so weird. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I think, here's my only, I think she's a busy lady, at least up until the third movie. Right? She's retired now in this third one. I know. Well, no, she's uh, still kind of in the Senate, isn't she? Because at the end, she's with Bail Organa and she, they're in the little, they're in one of their little pods. Is she not in the Senate? I thought they were she, just watching she, it. She that dies point. at yeah. the end of the movie. No. <laughs> Not the Spoiler end. Alert. We're talking about. Someone, no, you're, I think you're right. Someone didn't right. do her research. I think, I think right. that she's, she's saying hanging out with that Bail the queen will not let her be in the Senate anymore uh-huh. once it's like discovered yeah. that they're whatever their illicit relationship. The, the queen played by Keisha Castle Hughes. Academy Award nominee. Yeah, who doesn't actually have a line in this movie. No, but she you does do not. see her at the funeral. Yep. Yeah. Um, by the way. I think it's also interesting that they don't have sonograms in this universe. Look, <laughs> no one knew. No one knows that she has twins. Look, it's it's, it's inexplicable because it's not a twist in the movie yeah. when she has two babies. Yeah. Like, it plays no plot point, but for some reason they decide to reveal it then. Like, yes. I don't know why. Like, they could have just said, like, I'm pregnant, Annie, with twins. Well, Congrats. N- Twins. Well, I guess it's so Anakin doesn't know there's a so sister or know, a brother. But uh, I mean, these are obviously the only three films that he's ever made, so it doesn't matter. But you know, it's very annoying. I don't understand it's... why you keep on restating things. Our our <laughs> listenership is not stupid. Sandra. You can just look. We don't like bits on this podcast. We know how no many bits. movies there are. Okay. <laughs> look, I just want to make this clear. We we have a very anti bit erudite listenership. Yeah, they are we well educated. Oh, oh, can I read some listener oh, reviews? Oh, sidebar. <laughs> I'm sorry, Sonia, to cut you off, but it's very important we do some housekeeping I'm every episode. You off to read some listener reviews. It's very important we do some housekeeping because 
rating us, reviewing us, Please. subscribing to our cousin podcast on the UCB Comedy Network. We have 42 reviews now. Don't you want to bump us up to 50? Fucking, well, I don't know. 42, Jackie Robinson. Maybe that's the right number. It's a good number. Maybe we go one above. We Noted baseball man, Griffin Newman. Yep. Uh, okay. No one mentioned Hitchhikers. Hitchhikers? Oh, Hitchhikers got to go. Of course, 42. Oh. The, uh, life, the universe, and everything. Um, so everyone, please keep rating, but don't review anymore because we found the perfect number of reviews. No, don't say that. No, keep no, no. please review. Don't no. please review. No. Don't listen to him. Don't so wait, review I, us. Keep reviewing. Do <laughs> not. Please. Uh, I I want to. So I just want to say um, some uh, some things. Uh, uh, read out some reviews. We've got a review from Ramona Castle. Have you read this one? I think this is our friend Ramona. Perhaps. There's a heart is the title. Mm-hmm. Hi, Griffin and David. I love you both, even though every episode of this belies it. You're both perfect gentlemen. Five stars. Wow. Now, how about this one from Conrado Falco? Did you read this one? This one's I'm really looking good. at this one right Why now. Why do you read that aloud? Mozart. Tolstoy. <laughs> Picasso. <laughs> Griffin and David. P.S. Producer Ben is also a genius. That's the full <laughs> review. All right. All right. <laughs> That's the full... Review. All right, and here from Monkey Shines, Hello Fennel, he says, uh, though I am dismayed and furious at the fact that there's no new episode this week that was last week yeah. or two weeks ago. When is this episode coming this out? Is, yeah, this, we're recording oh, two at once, yeah. I've decided to give this a five-star rating because only David and Griffin could piss me off this much. The Ben Deucer is just charming and never mm. rankles me. Aww. There you go, Ben. Uh, thanks. All right, that's enough thanks, reviews. I, no, I got one more I want to oh. read. I got one more I want to read. This is the last one. Five-star review. The subject heading is delightful. Love the podcast, but if I have it my way, you will never work in show business again, Griffin. And that review is from Colin Trevorrow. You're an asshole, Colin. <laughs> <laughs> what if it was from Colin Trevorrow? I mean, who knows? What Maybe if that's Colin his Trevorrow iTunes account. Was so yeah, <laughs> was so obsessed with himself that he he even heard our podcast dissing him. We don't like Colin Trevorrow. You know, the director of Jurassic World. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, he's a yeah. bummer, yeah. and he should be kicked in the penis. <laughs> Didn't he say some dumb shit about women? He did. Okay, oh, yeah. oh this is, yes. This is like what I know him He before. gave one of those interviews answers where it's like, look, of course I think more women should direct movies, but they don't want to, and uh, they and there's not enough women, and he where said, are the women anyway? Yeah, he, like, you know, he, he said, said like, like eight yeah. things that suck. He said, listen, sweetie, the thing you don't understand is that- <laughs> We are going to get sued. <laughs> women don't want to do big budget movies. That's not uh, what they're interested in. I have no interest in doing no. big budget <sighs> movies myself. No, yeah. no one does. Just why I'm here talking about Star Wars. Yeah, That's no. why. Yeah. No, there's a reason it's a white man's game, because only white men <laughs> like them. Yeah. Only white men like being successful. That's why. Fucking Throughout history, only white men have succeeded. I hate Colin. <laughs> it's because- they're the only ones that want to. Why do no one else people like failing? It's, it's true. weird. It's true. It's uh, true. So, listenership, uh, please rate, review, subscribe, and kick tra- Colin Trevorrow in his wiener. That's now <laughs> end of housekeeping segment. Yep. Um, Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman in this movie. Yes. Like you said, so here, here's 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 Padme's arc in this movie. Mm-hmm. Right. We've got the opening battle scene. And let's remember, I'm sorry, in the first two movies, she she has a gun. Yeah. She's yeah. in all the action sequences. She gets in it. In the second movie, she's in a gladiator pit. She fights yeah, a yeah, praying yeah. mantis and a cat. She gets the good midriff the, tearing yeah, yeah, thing. A, little, a scar yeah. only on her back. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then at the end, and then at the, you know, before the climactic sequence, she falls out of a spaceship, but whatever. You know, she at least gets to have a little yeah. bit. Oh, this she's one, there. Yeah. You know, they come back from the war and she's like, Annie, I'm pregnant. And his reaction is kind of like, uh, um, yeah, great. Oh, great. I'm so excited. I love you so much. And then she's in her apartment for a bunch of scenes is it an apartment 
it's a very, I feel like it's like a penthouse. It's like a loft. Well, it's it's Coruscant, so I don't think there's anything but apartments. I don't think anyone has a townhouse, right? Whole planet's well, a city. I don't know if you know this. City. It's a goddamn nice whatever it's it is. Very nice. It's very nice. It has a huge balcony. Yeah. It's like yeah. massive. It's got like a helipad for a balcony. Yeah. 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 Who knows what's under it? Like slaves. It's just like 14 stories. Well, that's stories that's how Coruscant slave. works. I think it's like there's like the surface level, there's real like nasty. There's like a thousand basements, right? right? Mid, yeah. Mid-level, yeah, so-so. Would you, yeah. would you say it's uh, downtown or uptown? Yeah, what uptown. do you think? Uptown Coruscant? I think it's uptown. The thing we we don't- On the planet? <laughs> it's hard. It's <laughs> really <laughs> hard. About how it's the whole planet's city. <laughs> uptown in relation to how close to the sky it is. Oh, right. Obviously. Um, yeah. The thing uh, we need to acknowledge, though, is, you know, it, yes, it's a really nice apartment. Uh, how'd she afford it? It is a studio. We only ever see the one room. <laughs> That's no, true. no, no. We see the bedroom too, Griffin. Oh, oh that's wow. right. Puck. That's right. Because wow. he has the Padme dream. Yes. He has the Padme dream. Also, I have so many issues with that scene. <laughs> what the fuck does she wear to bed in that scene? She, she has this like beaded nightgown. She's Padme no Amidala. Human no, would wear. Have beads. you seen how she dresses in these <laughs> movies? She dresses like a. Yeah, anyway. It's a little but late she, to start this argument. Yeah. She's wearing yeah. them Three movies outside. in. I know. I know. No, it's I know. Dorm. And he gets to be shirtless in bed, and yeah. she has to wear some beaded concoction. Also, she has that thing to brush her hair. Yes. No difference is occurring on her hair <laughs> oh. while that is happening. Well, her hair is impeccably <laughs> styled a, already. No, it's not. No, it's I mean, like I mean, frizzy yeah, and like frizzy. 90s impeccably frizzy. curly. There's like something, like the whole thing around her, her costuming is messed up. Her character is messed up. It's It's like, it's like they didn't, they forgot how to have thoughts about her. Like well, they just. She's a real character in two movies, and then in this movie, yeah, it's more she's, just like she's just a plot device to drive Anakin crazy. Well, and as soon as she gets pregnant, she has to like she's be confined. Yeah, yeah, she has to be yeah. like literally like she has no character. She can't do anything nope. anymore, nope. and it's ugh. You also think? I mean, a we've talked about in the past uh, on this show that he's a well known. And, and beloved political figure, a former queen, then senator, suddenly becoming pregnant with no identified father. Yeah. She's in an interesting situation, mm-hmm. right? That she is a woman who is having to keep her love secret. Right. It's almost like, I don't know, maybe you could do scenes addressing that. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. Maybe that's an interesting plot thread to follow about how she navigates this world but in which she, she has to keep her love a secret. No, it would be so cool. She appears to be having children out of wedlock. But she never leaves she her married. house. Right. And there's no discussion of like what, like, so marriage is like forbidden for Jedi, yeah. uh-huh. I guess. But like, there's no discussion of marriage for like the rest of this universe. No. Like, who, what what role it plays? Like, how? No, we have how, no idea. You know what it looks like. This for is her the to only married this, couple like... we know in the whole yeah, series. Right. That's like, actually well. I mean, uh, uh, oh, Lars Baru and Lars. And, and uh, Owen and Lars. Well, Owen yeah. and Baru. Yes. Whatever the fuck. <laughs> yeah. And Shmi and right and Lars. But whatever. they're they're common folk. Yeah. They're salt of the earth. They have no interest in directing big budget blockbusters. That's true. And uh, <laughs> uh what's um uh, Bail Organa has a wife, does he not, Jimmy Smets? Oh, he says like he says he will take a, a girl. Me and my wife have always you don't wanted see a girl. Her. Mm. Yeah, he I says. can't this it makes no sense. Okay, <laughs> well, it all let's not jump ahead. Jimmy Smith. So the whole movie Smith. all conflict Smith. in this film. David, Smith. we don't like bits. Smith, 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 <laughs> Smith, Smith. Smith. Uh, go on, please. The whole movie. The whole conflict of this movie derives from Anakin's love for Padme being so profound that he will do anything mm-hmm. to save her. Yes. Including kill her. Yes. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Right? <laughs> and we already talked about that a little because that is bonkers. Bananas. <laughs> Big pile of bananas. 
Um, you feel like I know that we already had a previous film, Attack of the Clones, that gave us scene after scene of exquisitely written romantic <laughs> courtship, right? Of course. But I believe, whether you're making a sequel or an original film, you cannot presume that the audience has empathy for your characters, and you have to set the pieces back on the board at the beginning of a new film, remind everyone why they like those characters, reestablish relationships. You don't have to explain everything, but just like emotionally yeah. get us back into the world. This film, as you said, Gives us no scene where they seem to like each other. <laughs> no, that is true. Right, yeah. his reaction to her pregnancy that just defines their whole relationship. It's purely in this movie. like obsessive, yeah. obsessive, like, yeah, and like burdened, yeah, you know, yeah. brooding, like, yeah. brooding, yeah. a lot of brooding. Because bits aside, um, it, it is not well executed in Attack of the Clones, but they devote a lot of screen time to showing the two of them fall in love and wrestle with yes. it. Yes, yeah, and it's two actors and wrestle with each other and wrestle with each other. It's two actors trying to show people being in love with each other. Yeah. And this movie, they didn't even fucking bother. <laughs> no, well, they, yeah. yeah. And it's interesting because you said the maternal thing. Yeah. Right? And like there is this thing like he loses his mother. Right. Yeah. And like this woman is like oh, obviously filling keeps... that void. Well, and just in case you didn't get it, he brings it up 14 times in this mm-hmm. movie yeah. too. Where he's like, I can't lose you. Right. In this I movie, he's like, I need you. I need to save her. Anyway. And yeah. So it's all justification from Return to the Dark Side. It's poor justification. It's it's shitty. It's not handled well. I mean, he has one bad dream. If the arc is sort of I mean if anything what the movie underscores to me is that he was going to anyway like and this like because he had a pretty warped worldview and she just happened to fit into it yeah and like I don't the the real thing that's maddening is it's less him because he just sucks right from the start Mm -hmm. it's her like what like we we never get a sense through her eyes of what she sees in this person what really motivates her because she says at the end as she's dying on that slab Mm. she's like there's good in him and it's like still I know yeah is there she's like really holding on to that she's really final words are like Obi-Wan I promise you there's still good in him right um she has no agency in this film no no and well no she does name them yeah that's true oh you're right that is a big where the the yeah, names right. Come from. She is ready with those names. She, yeah. like, she didn't know she had twins, but she has two right? names yes. loaded. She's dying on Luke, a slab. Leia, she's like hallucinating. <laughs> Luke, Leia, he's still good. I'm dead. That birth scene is like biologically it, impossible. It's <laughs> like, All right, so as you said, Natalie Portman, she's a thin, she's a petite woman. She's thin. She's always been thin, but she is elfin. Elfin. She's at her thinnest in this. Tiny. Oh my god. She kind of, I would say she kind of bounced back a little bit after this, like yeah. movies like Black Your Highness, Swan. and well, in Black Swan she's pretty skinny too because the ballerina she's, thing. But she's muscular. Yeah, she's yeah. More, Like yeah. I feel like she, and in the Thor movie, she's gotten a little more normal looking again. But this was really, she's mm-hmm. so painfully. She's skinny a little in this lady movie. in this, and it sucks because she's supposed to be pregnant yeah. with twins, right? Oh, of yeah. all things, she's like running around in some scenes, and you're like, that is not a pregnant. And yeah. she even her face looks like she's drawn. Yeah. Now, yeah. I forget where Natalie Portman is in life in this moment. Has she graduated from Harvard yet? I think she yeah, yeah, just yeah. had. Right. So she's kind of re-entering the world yes. of movies. Yes. Because she kind of kept it pretty chill during her Star Wars period. Went to school. She didn't do a lot of movies. She had the remember. back-to-back Anywhere But Here well, and Where the Heart Is. Right. right. I'm saying which came right after Phantom Menace. And I think those I are probably. Where the Heart Is. Um, That's it, I always get those two movies confused and it's fucked me up in trivia like three times. Where the oh. Heart Is is the one with Ashley Judd. Yeah, set and in the mall, the and anywhere but the here is the Sarah. Anywhere but Susan here is Sarandon the one, one written by Steve Jobs's biological sister about their Kate biological Winslet? mother. Very funny. dumb joke. Doesn't even track. Doesn't even <laughs> track. doesn't even track. Doesn't even track. Uh, um, we're all did looking you know up that, Did you know Portman. that Steve Jobs's 
you know, Steve Jobs was adopted, but his biological mother had another yes, daughter with the yes. same person. Yes. Who's Steve Jobs' whole sister. And she was a real wackadoo. And then that daughter grew up to be Mona Simpson. And she wrote a book called Anyone Be Here about her relationship with her mother. Got turned into a movie. Whoa. Mm-hmm. That's so weird. So Susan Sarandon is playing Steve Jobs' biological mother in Anywhere Be So I'm yeah. looking at this. Yeah, and then too. she's, I mean, she's in Star Wars. She has the brief scene oh, in Cold Mountain in, that we discussed. She it's was so in wonderful. Closer right before. Closer in yeah. Garden State. Yeah. So, yeah, and Garden right. State. Right, so she just had her out of Harvard, oh, her Closer Garden yeah. State. She gets nominated for an Oscar that year. But you know what I would bet? I mean, because this uh, year she's in V for Vendetta and Revenge of the Sith. All our research has showed us. And she's us, in Free Zone, that Israeli movie. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's okay. Um, all our research has shown us that the uh, Phantom Mass movies were usually filmed two years before they came out, right? right. So, so she go, probably went on from this to make Garden State. I think Revenge of the Sith was shot in 2003, and then she goes and comes back with Closer, with Garden State, with Free Zone, which all come out right before in the in-between period. And then she was in her career apex, Mr. McGorium's Wonder Emporium. God, she's so good in that. No, she's not. She's she's really good in that. She's really winning in that. No, she's not. She's really good in Hotel Chevalier. In the short movie about Darjeeling Limited? Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, um, I'm just looking at this. She's, yeah. she's, uh, she was in the other Berlin girl. She was in Brothers. She took a while to kind of settle. She was in Parisian. Yeah, and then wow. Black Swan, and then, yeah. Anyway. Is she, the, is she blind and or with a blind person in, in Parisian Tem? She's, oh, she's with a blind person. Yeah. She's with the blind she falls in love with a blind person. Right, right. And then in New York Jatam. New York Jatam. New York I Love You, she plays an Israeli woman with a shaved head. I haven't seen New York I Love You. It's really really bad okay did you like Parisia them I like maybe a couple good ones yeah like the yeah, Brothers one some is good. of it yeah. I'd say 40% of Parisia Tem is good yeah. and like 10% okay. of New York I Love You is good that makes Wait. sense well, oh, so we're just saying she's painfully skinny in this movie right yeah. that was our original she's, point she's painfully skinny and it looks like she's pregnant with half a baby not two babies <laughs> it looks like she has the a couple limbs the baby looks really bad and then her. when she's delivering the baby there's like this hood over oh, her midsection uh-huh. she's not pushing but no, they say it's an operation she's just lying there yeah. and it's, there's uh, some sort of doctor that has like it's uh, a droid doctor it's a droid doctor that has this sort of scoopy tool these, these yeah Appendages. Yeah, yeah. It's a It basically thing. has like a forcep hand. Oh my god, and, it's so horrifying. And we don't see the baby's birth. We kind of just see no, babies. No, they just pop out of this yeah. bed. Yeah. She screams a bunch, yeah. but she's not pushing And it's sort of reflecting the dream. It turns out that's what the dream was, right? right? It's sort of supposed to bounce back to the dream. You thought she was dying, but she was actually just she was giving in labor. birth. Yeah. yeah. And the thing no, is- she was dying, Well, though. she was, but you Well, know. but this is like a whole- <laughs> yeah. like, This is a chicken I mean, egg thing. This is like a gnarly fucking thing, because the dream he has- Sure. Looks like just someone in delivery. Yeah. Yes. And then and then, and then she says, I'm pregnant. Why doesn't he think like, oh, maybe I'm dreaming about her in labor, not like go to Darth Sidious and be like, my wife's going to die. But but this is the point. So uh, or, uh, Bail Organa and Obi-Wan take her away after she's been choked. I know we're going a little out of order here, right? Yeah, but like, We have talked about the choking before and how, yeah. yeah, Anakin spent the whole movie trying to rescue Padme from this death and then sees her on a ship with Obi-Wan and, he, and just chokes her out. Which like, is, I mean, it is like the most classic abuser mentality, right. I is think. Like, the, it makes perfect sense and, from that perspective. Right, we talked about it. I mean, yeah, we talked about it in the Anakin episode. It yeah. is, it's abuse, right? Yeah, it's the yeah. culmination it's of- It's literally yeah, exactly yeah. what that is. He was willing to do anything to save her, but then once he found out that she told someone else, he was right. willing to kill her he, out of anger for- Right. I guess so. Nothing. But then he just yeah. blames Obi-Wan immediately, obviously. Right. Well, and he doesn't, as long as he's on her side, I mean, she's on his side. It's this whole, he is a messed up. He's messed up. He's messed yeah. up. Basically, he's messed up and he, he yeah. visits her and he'll just be like, 
Hey, Jedi seem really bad. I just want to give you a heads up, Jedi, being real dumb lately. Yeah, uh, so you work for the Senate, right? And she's like, yeah, I guess so. And he's like, yeah, well, they're against the Senate, so I guess you hate the Jedis like I do. Anyway, I'm going to see you later. <laughs> I got to go kill some kids. <laughs> he comes back later and he's like, yo, Padme, heads up, Senate might suck too. <laughs> <laughs> Why does yeah. he care so much about... This is something that confused me when, like, he rolls up, and, well, like, they're talking about politics or something, and she's like... Yeah, like maybe things aren't really as maybe we're like not fighting for the right people. And yeah. he's like, How could you fucking say that, yeah, bitch? It's true. Like, yeah. why? He Who turns cares? right on. Well, he's very uh if you're not with me, you're against me. You know, he's yeah. he's really he walks a But who is he? Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. He walks a tight line. There's no end game with Anakin. Look, I mean, we should say, even though we don't touch on this enough, he is being brainwashed by like the most evil wizard of the last thousand years. Who's also his magical father <laughs> yeah. who made him out of air. So so, you know, like I guess that's that's part of the problem that's here, right? You know, you do have like like this comically evil man <laughs> manipulating him. <laughs> we keep saying like Anakin's such a jerk, and it's like there is a guy who's like, ah, ha, 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 you know. <laughs> yeah, but you know the right the, ar- the argument against that is the first scene where she tells him that she's pregnant, which yeah. is before he started really talking to Palpatine, and he's still a fucking yeah, bummer. He's, a, look, he's, look. he's he just sucks. a loser, and he goes like, start. "Oh my god, pancake." <laughs> oh my god, pancake! Oh my god, pancake! It's his, name. It's his pet name for her, yeah. pancake. Oh my god, Padme! Pa- pancake Amidala. Padme, that's the best news I ever heard. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm yeah. so happy. Uh, I don't even know what. What are you looking at right now, Ben? I'm gonna I'm start which... calling her. No, no, okay. no pancake no, Amidala. Pancake Amidala. Right. Um, there, there is uh this trope, uh, well known, um, especially in like genre works mm-hmm. and in comic books, as the fridging. Women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fridged right, women. Yeah, girl in a refrigerator. Right, yeah. which I think the original... A Green Lantern. Right, it was a Green Lantern. His wife, I he think, found her dead. I think Kyle Rayner's girlfriend, I think, yes. just got stuffed, killed and stuffed into her. Right, and he sees her dead, and it's like, that's the The impetus. 90s, people! <laughs> if people got killed, it was interesting and dramatic. It's a movie? Or no, it's, it's a in comic the comic In the comic book. books. Okay. It was seen as like, yeah. but yeah, like it was a reflection of this like kind of crappy trend in genre story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it became okay. like the big character motivator for the next year or two was like everything was about avenging the death of the yeah. girlfriend. Right. And and the trope is setting up a female character only to have her die or yeah. be kidnapped or something to right. motivate the male character to do right. something. Yeah. Right. To put her through horrible, horrible circumstances that the male character yeah. is something And then the writer's like, against. but it's Shakespearean. Like they, they always have like, what do right. you mean? It's classic. Like, yeah. yeah. And to be on the damsel in distress, it's like, you know, someone who is not in distress at the beginning suffering something so that the male character can right. become more heroic ultimately or whatever. And I think the crucial thing is like for the male character. Like yes, the it's real for problem the male character. with Amidala is that she has no interiority. She has like no right. perspective in this entire she thing. She has babies in her. She has babies, right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Sonia, good... correction. <laughs> no, but in Two. the first movie, she does. That's what's so annoying. That is right. In the first right. movie, she does. In the second movie, you, you can know, I'd say she does of. still in the yeah. second. Yeah. 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 You know, not a little less maybe, but you know. Yeah. And one of the reasons is because the first movie passes the Bechdel test. Do you want to talk about it? Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it. First movie definitely passes the Bechdel test. Although, and I, well, I it is it is interesting because it's a lot of you know sort of Padme talking to herself <laughs> right, 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 in yeah. a weird sort of way. Right. Know, like. But it is like her closest advisor. Oh yeah, yeah, all women. Yeah. God, I sound like the worst parody of a feminist today. Oh, we're gonna get gamer gated. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get gamer gated. Also, gamer gate. I just want to remind you that this is the worst parody of a podcast, so you can't. <laughs> this is. <laughs> we don't have much space to I'll fall. take it. No, I mean, I, I really was brought in as like the feminist critic critic of yes, Padme yes, Amidala today yes. or whatever. Yeah. But, but like, I, I do think these things are interesting, but also I. 
you know, I'm not. Well, as it's lazy. As I it's see. laziness. It's right? lazy. George Lucas right. is a lazy writer, right? That's more it. than anything yeah. else. And so these kind of lazy things even, happen, right? E- and even these, like what we, what I think of as even just like the lowest bar or the first bar of like critique, like social justice feminist critique, they apply. They start to apply because this is such a lazy narrative, like yeah. in so many ways. Yeah. It, it's so insulting, honestly, yeah. to right. not not just the female viewers, to all of the viewers. Right. Like this, this is, whole notion of like an origin story, it's, and that's why people get mad. I think because yeah, yeah it's yeah. like it's it's a weak justification for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Well, I also think this is like the only instance I have ever seen of pre-fridging where like most movies it is a male character discovers a yeah. horrible thing yeah. that has befallen a female character and then reacts right. to that. Right. And this is a male character anticipates something terrible is going to happen right. and then in the process causes that terrible thing to happen. Well, it's very mythological actually. Yeah. Right. It, it's, yeah. very, it's, 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 it's very Greek. Greek. It's very like, yeah, yeah. Right. It's With very... there's always, someone's always giving some sort of horrible prophecy right. and, trying, and then Oedipus is trying to get around right. the prophecy and oh boy does he fuck up. Right. He but you can, never, you can never thwart a prophecy. That's yes. Just learn that, right. heroes. Yeah. Like, yeah. you just can't. So. Like, that is that is true. It just is an annoying. Well, and not to keep on going in circles. It, it, they don't add anything to that. Can I can I ask a second, like a somewhat secondary question? Um, how do you guys feel about the introduction of Bail Organa into this story? And, like, he, where it ends up with, like, him taking the girl. He's in like, Attack of the Clones. Right, right, right. Very briefly. But he, like, is more integrated into he, Although, the, I think we were hoping he'd be even, he still kind of is just sort of like, oh, he's hello, com- I'm Bail Organa. He's completely random. Oh, he's I do like, want to talk about something. Let's else. rescue the one of the characters. Yeah, I let's mean, bring her in. That seems to be his entire purpose. Right. And I'd also argue that some of the stuff that he does in this film feels like the stuff that Padme would have been doing in the movie, if that mm, makes any sense. Yeah. You know? Yeah, like, totally. The role he occupies as, like, a senator, mm-hmm. as, like, a lone voice of reason and a crumbling democracy. I understand the idea is sort of to give her like an ally. Right. But he ends up doing all the active things that she doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Even just like going back to the Jedi Council, trying to save them, all that sort of stuff. It's like... But I, I, I want to say something about Bail Organa. Please. And I hate Pitt. I hate Pitt. Are you going to say Jimmy Smith? No, I love Jimmy Smith. I hate Bits and I love Jimmy Smith. But hate Bits love Smith. Pro Bits, anti Smith. No, fucking, I flipped it. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, no, now we're pro Bits. Anti Bits, pro Smith. Anti Bits, pro Smith. Anyway, so this movie has a lot of CGI. Correct. Has a lot of crappy set design as a result. I can't wait to hear what we're It's got pillars. There's that scene with the pillars. I've mentioned it so many times on this podcast but when the pregnancy is announced. Mm-hmm. They're in this room that's just infinite pillars. It's just a copy paste of pillars. <laughs> you know, like, it's just, there's some things where you're like, well, come on, guys. Jimmy Smits drives a ship in it. He's got, the Organa people have this ship. The Organa mobile. Jimmy Smits. Jimmy Smits ship. <laughs> the, the Jimmy ship. We're pro Schmidt Schmidt. <laughs> God damn it. Go on, go on, go on. It is the greatest set they have had in any of these movies. The ship you, itself. Yes. It's got this like crazy like white interior. It's really minimal and simple. Do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I do, you yeah. only see it for like one minute at the end of the movie. Wait, the, the it's called like what the hell is the ship called? It's, but which it, one? I'm sorry, I don't even remember which one Jimmy it is. Jimmy Smith's ship. It's it's, it's Jimmy Smith if I search. It's organic what's it what's it's, it? a, it's a huge ship. We're not talking like a little cruiser. No, it's a, a big ship. ship he's in. Bail Organa spaceship interior. This is what's being Googled right now. Do you guys not know what I'm talking no, about? No, I do know I what you're no, talking about. I have about. no clue. I do you know what you're talking about. about. I'm going to try to find the scene where it happened. Here. Tantive, Heroes, Heroes Regroup. That's it. The Tontiff 4. Yes. <laughs> what are we we're watching it now? 
Yeah, it's this thing. Oh, so I it's like it, the ship on the outside kind of looks the like a wiener. The blockade runner. That's what it's called. It looks like yeah. a wiener on the outside. We have to say it's long and it's got protruding top and then like the, it's it's sort it's of It's got wings. It's got no, it's, the, no, it's not. It's that thing. Oh, it's thing. ball wings. Okay. It's that thing. Oh, got so it. It has look like a bunch of circular yeah. engines. Yeah, it looks very We strange. see inside this thing briefly. Are we going to see inside yes. it now? And um, uh, oh, is I see. it is it this thing? No, no. Here, no. watch, watch. We're about We're to see it. it. I, th- I go, Who's this? Is this Obi Wan docking with it? Yeah, yeah I think th- so. No, but this is your point. And that ship has a Here's nice what... interior too. I want to say. I, I, I like. Look at this interior. It's look at uh, this. Yeah, it's a real cool. set. <laughs> this is really good. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. That's a great scene. And, yeah, and like it, it, it feels like it's... a definable place. Right. Ugh. Okay. Yeah. Can I? And it has the right aesthetic. Yes. A lot of the stuff on Coruscant doesn't feel and right. And there's one yeah. other time the movie does this, and I hate bits. I hate them. We don't like bits. And it's at the end when Vader and Palpatine and some other guy are hanging out on an Imperial cruiser, and they're looking out yeah. at the stars, yeah. at this thing being built, the yeah. the killer planet, whatever it's called. Uh, that is also a great set. Yes. Yes. With his like corridor that he walks down, and there's all these people like working in the pit below him, and you sort of get the idea that like the Empire is sort of brushing away all the sort of like art, you know, the the gold and the lavish of the old era. Mm. You're talking about the killer star. Yeah, the, 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 the killer planet. the killer star, death planet. Yeah, whatever I it's also called. hate bits. It doesn't even need repeating. Bits. The thing I... Sony hates I hate right now. both of you so the, much. The other thing I think, because I'm looking at this design, right? And look at it's this, like, look at this. No one can see what we're talking a, this about. This is a practical set. <laughs> it's a white hallway. Yeah. There's some stuff on the walls, but it looks like the real inside of like a military vehicle. Yes. Right, of like a submarine or something. There's a basis in reality. It's not just business. It's not just ornate design for design's sake. Right. And it is, it's practical. Yeah. And it's clean. Yeah. It's minimalistic. There's not they all this They had chaos. to build this. Do you know what this kind of reminds me of what? in a very primal way? What? And I hate bits. I'm just going to oh, restate I this. I, you know, because I know. Fuck bits. People are saying, oh, this is getting so dry now. This is getting so dry. But it's because we hate bits that we're going to talk very dryly about all this. Of? The Darth Vader design. Honestly, there's yeah. a classicism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> To yeah. that, to the killer star, to the interior right. of the ship, That's they all look fucking, they're, they're intelligently, well, they look, they look elegantly tactile. designed. They're yeah, tactile, yeah. they're great. Oh, love it. Anyway. Good sidebar. <laughs> we were talking about Bail Organa. I hate both of you so much. Sonia, thank you so much for being on we the show. We love you, Sonia, and we love Bits. I mean, we hate Bits. I mean, we hate Bits, but love we do you love hate bits. Jimmy Smiths. Pro Smiths, anti-Bits. Uh, how do you feel about Jimmy Smiths? Um, I... Now, I knew that he's very handsome. He's yeah, very oh, of course handsome. he's very handsome. Very charming. We've talked about this a lot. Uh, and I feel like he's handsome. cast almost as just like, here's the most stable man like in the galaxy, basically, right? Like here's a real straight arrow. So I can't I um Be honest. This is a Prosman's podcast, <laughs> but we will <laughs> we'll take, take any opinions. I just I wish that what I really wish had happened is that I, what I really wish had happened is that instead of Leia being randomly adopted mm-hmm. by Bail Organa, yeah. that there maybe was some actual relationship that developed between Padme and Bail Organa. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's sort of... So there's a lot of unspoken, like, we're just supposed to assume, like, oh, these two are Senate allies or whatever. Right. Yeah. I sort of... I had always imagined that it would end that way with them. That Here's it, how I wanted this movie to end. Okay. Sort of going off this. Okay. Why doesn't Padme survive? Why doesn't she survive? Because it would be kind of cool for Padme to pull out of that yeah. after being choked out by Anakin, the same thing after having the babies, and mm-hmm. be like, I still think there's good in him, but we've lost him. 
Right. And we have to start organizing. And now we have to start. Yeah, yeah exactly. She you know? would, it would have been a very and strong. Even thing if she to has do. to send yeah. her kids away, you know, to protect them. That's well, a, that's the thing. I think she could give the kids away to protect but them. But still, right. be alive. Like yeah. it just sucks that she has such a pathetic end in after these three movies. It also is weird that Luke gets sent to where he does. Well, yeah. Like <laughs> we talked about we, a little bit we, in the last. We episode, mentioned so we it last about week, it again. and Griffin told me to stop. Feel like the safest place. No, no. <laughs> it feels like. Where do you the have any human attachment, place. Anakin? I don't know. Really, just Tatooine, where I'm from, and that's it. Like I mean, the one place. And why would you send him to? Well, the anyway. only connection. Yeah, I, I, it's it's a lot. He's I, never I, gonna fucking look for Bail Organa. Like, yeah, I, it was it was a little frustrating. I mean, I I get it dovetails with just. You know, when 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 these movies were coming out, you know, and if you're a fan, you're interested and they announced all of the casting. So they announce like who's going to be in it and like da 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 da. And you have all the elements in your head. And it's sort of like, you know, David, it's it's a lot like when we would talk about like the Game of Thrones season, like we were talking about the Game of Thrones season finale this time. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, who's in it and you know, it's going to be there. And you construct this finale in your head Mm -hmm. with all of those parts. That is so much better than what they come up with because you're like, oh, well, they're like, they could do this. And she does this. And then like payoff, you know, it's a problem with like, yeah. But I mean, it's what, but like. The thing is, this is no one's vision. This is like literally George not Lucas even. No, it's not. Not even George Lucas showed up to this movie. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, yeah, yeah. we've been saying that that we've this been. movie he does seem to be like. I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, well, we just kind of have to make sure everyone is fits here. Yeah, he wants then, everyone in a certain spot at the end, but yeah, he makes a lot of. I, I very think he was kind of story a, decisions. a weekend warrior on this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, was fighting some of the battles and outsourcing them to others. So what did you guys think of the parallel with Padme going to the hospital ship and uh, Anakin going to become Vader? Mm, yeah. Because that is like nicely sort of it paralleled. Is, it is, In yeah. a way that I wasn't really expecting from the story. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. You and know, she goes to die and create life and he goes to become a horrible cyborg. Yeah, to be, to be, to live, but at what cost? And yell no. Yes. No. No. Oh. <laughs> Can I sidebar for this for a second? I know we talked about the no in the past. But I didn't really realize the moment is he's given the bad news, right? Mm-hmm. Then he breaks free of the chains. Yeah. He forces the room. He takes five steps forward and then says no. Yeah. So for someone to say no in that kind of environment, you think it would just be a primal no! reaction. Yeah. Your wife is dead. No. She tells him your wife is dead. And then he goes like, oh. breaks <laughs> the chains, steps forward a little bit. <laughs> Gets in a position, shakes his arms out, gets limber. <laughs> and then, like, people always rag on the no moment. I think it's because it feels so forced and artificial because oh, it's absolutely. not just, it's like, like, grafted into the moment. People yeah. do embarrassing emotional things. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, You know? Sure. But it's, like, it has to play in a certain rhythm where it really does feel like this I is. I would love to see George Lucas talk about that. Yeah. Like, I'd love to see him admit some fault and maybe say, like, yeah, you know, like, that scene maybe could have played a little better. Like, now that I watch it, maybe the no seems a little weird. It would be great if we I've could never talk to seen... George Lucas. Could you imagine hey, if we George, got to sit down with him? Hey, George, you want to be on the show? Email us. I'm davidlsims at gmail.com. <laughs> Let's start us out. Griffin and David present at gmail.com. George Lucas, if you're interested, we've been ragging on you a lot. If you want to come on and defend yourself, we, we would happily have you on an episode. Yeah. Just keep that out there. If he is on the show, can you please ask him if his nickname has ever been Georgie Porch? Georgie Porch. Yeah, Georgie Porch. <laughs> yeah, that's his nickname on this one. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's no talk bits. about the actual, no bits. Let's talk about the actual death. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh and yeah. You really want death. to talk this about This is a yeah. big thing. You're no really hung up about. on this. Yeah. It's, it's shitty. <laughs> it is shitty. It is shitty. shitty. 
So when Anakin okay. reveals to her all her suspicions are correct, right? Yeah, he's been murdering children. Yeah. yeah. He's working for the dark side. Yeah. He yeah. exterminated a bunch of Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. He goes like, Anakin, what are you talking about? How do you... Anakin, I don't... And she, she does, I'm sorry, to, yeah. to, she, she manifests the first rejection of, like, the first, like, oh, wait, I'm a person that isn't in love with, like, that isn't totally just this person's, like, yes. lackey. Yeah. Yes, she gets a little disillusioned. And I appreciate your apology because I was really connected emotionally to that <laughs> performance. And it's going to take me another second to get back into it. I under, You made a good point, Sonia, and I'm glad you did, but I just, <laughs> hold no on. Bets. come on. The train was running. Okay. She goes, can I... She has a line, I think, that you're trying you're to get to. You're breaking my heart, yes. Anakin. There it is. There it is. Yeah. Now, it's this very, very earnest. I actually kind of like the way she delivers it. She's a pretty good actress. Right? I, I think, given that line she's on the page. She's bad in the movie, but she's pretty good. Yes. Yeah. But I think, given that line on the page, having to deliver that line, I think she makes a kind of interesting choice, which is to really deliver it as, like, a, a girl yeah. caught up in a romantic fantasy that's now crumbling around her. Yes. She had this very simple idea of like wanting to be together and be happy with him. Yes. And she's now reduced to like, you know, breaking my heart is like this very childlike notion of like yeah. literally a heart being broken in twain or whatever. Um, she says that. He chokes her. <laughs> Obi-Wan says stop. Yeah. Right? God. She's lying there perfectly. She's in a perfect Yeah, she falls yeah, to she, just, yeah, like yeah, yeah, perfect. Yeah. But it's like literally when they cut to her on the ground, her arms are still held out as if she was bracing the fall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, Obi Wan takes her back on the ship, brings her to Bail Organa's place. He has the droid with the clasped hands. Wait, does Obi Wan take her back on the ship? I want to say C three PO and R two do. Is this a crazy thing? No, All right, Obi Wan's on the ship with them, definitely. But it right, might no. be C three PO and R two to physically take right. her. Yeah, yeah. Obi Wan then yeah. fights. Obi Wan checks her yeah. pulse yes, or something. Correct. Then they go fight. And then they come back, and they're both both of the droids are like whistling a bunch. They're like, "Oh my god, something's happened! You gotta do a <laughs> they thing!" They whistle away. They just said it out. He's like, "Okay," and he like goes inside the ship. Yeah, because I right. think they get her to a hospital ship. It's not yes. like their ship is a hospital ship. Is yeah, it? they have to fly her too. So, and that and that's where Yoda and Bail Organa. Right, are. I think right. that's on Bail Organa's planet. Oh yeah, his fantastic ship on his ship. Right, yeah, they yeah. use his fantastic ship to get to his planet where the hospital is. I believe it's hard to Look, keep track of this no, movie. No, it's on a ship, bro. Is it? Yeah. And who knows? I thought the thing with the this honestly doesn't matter. It's okay. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, genuinely impossible to follow. <laughs> yeah. But somehow she gets to a hospital. Yes. Right? Far yep. away from Anakin. Yep. Um, in answer to your question, Sonia, I do like paralleling those two actions against each other. I wish for someone like George, who talks so much about trying to create like visual repetition, mm-hmm. circular imagery throughout the films, they're constructed in very different ways. They're cutting back and forth between the two. And I think he could have, like, from a nerdy filmmaking perspective, really created, like, visual contrast and similarities between the two things. Whereas now it's just two actions being presented, shot in very different ways. Mm -hmm. Um, But delivery room, the robot comes out. She she hasn't given birth to one, even one of the babies yet, right? That's true. And the robot comes out with his little clasped hands. <laughs> He's got kind of like sad face. He's got sad you know? He looks a little bit like Wally. Yeah, he has Actually, these droopy Wally yeah, eyes. Yeah, now yeah, that I yeah. Think yeah. About it. it yeah. would be funny though if he was a doctor and he had to like load like a, a frowny face emoji, you know, like, but then if he had good news, he would load like a happy, you know. Like. I was going to say, do you think they have a bad news robot and a good yeah, news robot? <laughs> they might. They have like a Patch Adams robot. Yeah. The oh other God. one waves his arms around. Oh, 
and he has big goofy eyes, oh, and this God. one has sad eyes, and he clasps his hands. But he goes, um, it's fascinating. Medically, she's in perfect condition. I'm paraphrasing here, but this is really what yeah, he yeah, There's nothing we can, this is really right. wrong with her. He goes, yeah. it's weird. Medically, she's in perfect condition, but yet she seems to be, we seem to be losing her. It's almost as if she has lost the will to live. She delivers two babies, yep. which is a very taxing physical act. <laughs> Not easy. Although, it seems easy, so maybe there's some technology. Yeah, just they use like the scoop arms yeah, and a scoop, vacuum. Scoop and just, just, yeah. I like, don't even know what's happening under that hood. But, uh, but that my, is true. My point is, within the world that we know, right? Perhaps not Georgie Porgy's Phantom Menace world, but within the world we know, it is very difficult to have a baby, yeah. to physically deliver it's, a baby. It's and a memorable day when it happens. <laughs> I think I think it's usually you're like, this was quite a day. Good or bad, you remember it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beyond and two that, in a row. Two in a, two row. In a row. Two in a row. Pretty big. Not easy. In olden times, and let's not forget that- There's a galaxy Revenge far, far of the away Sith a long time ago. Is a period it's piece. Fair, it yeah. is a period Good film, point. right? <laughs> In olden times, many women would not survive childbirth. Sure. And they would not go, ah, I guess she has lost the will to live. <laughs> They'd go, hey, guess what? Delivering babies is really tough. And if you're even slightly hobbled when you yeah, start well, doing it, it might kill you. You might not they, make it Why doesn't through. the doctor say, like, yeah, you know, apparently it seems like she has just been choked and assaulted by an extremely powerful Jedi. Did that happen recently? <laughs> that would help explain all of this. Did she? No. I mean, they're making dying of a broken heart. Yeah, she it's died like of a, a broken real heart. Thing. That's right. a thing. But, but your point is, like, from a story perspective, she is in a weakened physical state. Yeah. Right. Did not know she had two babies within her, and now has to deliver both at the same time. Yeah. That might kill someone in her position, especially someone as slight as she is to begin with. She's right? undernourished. Right. I, clearly, she'd never been to a gynecologist because no. she didn't know she had two babies. And it was in secret. The Maybe that's because it was a secret pregnancy. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that must be why. <laughs> Good Although point. she could have just bought a, this doctor. Right, he's a robot. Just go to like Sears and get a doctor robot. That's a really good point. You know, I actually was wondering if they were like going to insist on like a life form, like in- inspecting her at some point, like a human doctor. Even she is a human. She like, is a human. Maybe yeah. she would need. Uh, but this is what you just outsource you medical sa- science to join. I think so. I mean, like, are you saying it's sort of like how at the TSA checkpoint you could be like, I want to be patted down by someone <laughs> of my like? She's like, excuse me, a human should deliver these human babies. I mean, I think it's that sounds like yeah, droid racism. Don't know what. Living, like, how can a like? It's so oh, look, odd that look. a droid. Uh, that's a little offensive. <laughs> I, if I can chime in here. Also, if you want to say no, droid can be a human doctor ever. Wait okay. No, wait a second. Wait a, no, patriarchy much, <laughs> Sonia? Jesus Christ! Um, but I'll, wait, we Ugh. can't. We can't get into the droids because. They don't it's make actu- sense. It's actually no, really complicated. Yeah, yeah, the this droid movie thing does is not explain really droids. No. There actually is like an extended universe arc that's about like whether or not the droids are oppressed, which is kind of interesting. I'm sure. Yeah. Sounds interesting. Maybe should have included it in one of these three movies. <laughs> these movies have a million <laughs> droid robots that get chopped into pieces. Yep. Oh, yeah. All the time. Oh, yeah. You uh, got to tap out there, David. You're like, do they have sentience or do they, do they, are they scared the moment before they're cleft in twain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Padme's dying <laughs> because she's lost the will to yeah, live. Yeah, she has she's a broken lost heart. the will to live. Right? Diagnosis. And she dies. She so, just expires. We, yeah. we can create our own 
It is the most boring death scene. It, it is. is the most yeah. garbage, boring it death is. scene. She literally just stops she being alive. There isn't even, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she just, it's like she's been unplugged. Like yeah. there isn't even, there isn't even blood. There isn't even a reference to the grueling physical act that she yeah. has gone through. Or even the fact that she was choked like force choked yep. like half to death or whatever she's just like oh now i'm sad yep. Like, yep. but when they cut to her right after the doctor's like it's like she's just lost the will to live they cut to her delivering the babies she seems in pain because yeah, she's yelling she's, she's pushing out two babies yeah. she does not appear to be dying no she makes it through the delivery kind of okay yeah and then immediately afterwards dies. And it sucks because it's like she has two babies. She couldn't see those babies and be like, oh, new will to live. Look, look, I have There's, children. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. There is no concept also of like the actual process of birth. Like I yes. feel like I should make that clear. I just want to reiterate I that. Think, I it think makes we've, literally we've, we've, yeah. no sense whatsoever. No. Okay. That's and, and also, she uses her final words to, like, as you said, offered sort of her. an abused yeah. partner's defense of like, you don't understand. He's not like that with me. <laughs> Except he is that one time. Right. <laughs> um, also, they're operating on her, but it's... Guys, I have a lot look, of Look, <laughs> like a lot of things in this movie and in this series, it it's, no it's a little half-assed. Like, he has the general idea down. Anakin betrays her, she has the babies and dies in childbirth. But he doesn't go into any detail. And this is a problem he has all the time. It's like, the Jedis get wiped out by the clone troopers. We programmed a thing in their brain. I don't know. They wipe him out. Like, you know, and like, let's have a few shots of Jedi's getting killed. And yeah. then you get the picture. There's no, you know, it's all like, hey, I'm tying it up. See, I tied it up. Great. Moving. Next on. You know. Now, here's the thing I keep on picking up on every time I rewatch it. And I don't know if I'm crazy. Okay. You're crazy, Griffin. Well, we know that. I mean, <laughs> I know I'm crazy in general. but Especially for rewatching this movie that I many know. times. I'm such a lunatic. <laughs> With regards to this one thread that I might be imagining or in fame. A thread, okay? Um, when Anakin first gets the first premonition dream of Padme dying, the like shots he sees are Padme screaming in agony yep. and then Obi-Wan being like, it's okay, it's okay, you're going to make right. it. And I remember seeing this movie for the first time being like, oh, is he putting together like there's something weird about the fact that Obi-Wan is there consoling her when she's dying? Mm -hmm. Is there like a jealousy element? Mm -hmm. There's the scene where Obi-Wan goes to see Padme mm -hmm. to warn her of what's going on and they decide to both hitch over to Mustafar right. and try to like figure out, out what's out going yeah. on. And I do feel like the first time I rewatched it, I thought there was a weird kind of romantic tension between the two of them. Sure. It felt like there was some sort of chemistry. Upon rewatching it again this morning, I now <laughs> think that perhaps it is just seeing two good actors play off each other. Well, and actual uh, care and affection, yeah. even yes. if it's not necessarily romantic, yeah. being right. expressed by these actors, as you say. That yeah. all the Anakin Padme scenes have been so devoid of any sort of passion right. in this film, and that also... Uh, Ewan McGregor's a good actor. Yeah. Natalie Portman's a good actor. Yeah. Hayden Christensen is not good. No. no. Most of the scenes that both of them have in this film are either playing off of computer robots or Hayden Christensen. <laughs> and so this one scene that the two of them are in together, it's not like a great scene of acting, no. but you're like, oh, one character's saying something and yeah. the other person's reacting well, yeah. to it emotionally and making choices. On this point, though, another thing, like these are also the two rational characters in this movie saga. Yes. And they rarely interact. And that scene is like a nice And they are reprieve. the two level-headed ones. When everything's going to shit, they're like, oh my God, this is crazy. 
Like, and it's not like where it's Yoda, where you're like, Yoda, why didn't you do anything? And he's like, <laughs> you know, and obviously, or Anakin yeah. or Palpatine. Like, you know, these two are the two pretty smart guys who are not too emotional about shit. Like, they're normal. Wait, we're talking about Amidala as one of them. Yeah. Okay. Pad- Padme and Obi-Wan. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I don't think it's a great scene, but every time I get to it in the rewatch, I like feel relaxed and I'm like, this just has a nice get real relaxed. vibe to it. It's a good scene. And I kind of yeah. want to ship the two of them. <laughs> if only because I'm like, these two deserve each other. Obi-Wan you know, seems really lonely. I, this used to be a threat. Someone... People like, used to think this was going to be a thing. You know, I remember with Attack of the Clones, they yeah. were like, how, you know, how's this going to resolve? Is Obi-Wan going to get in the middle of this? Like, people, And then it never really pays off. Well, and, and this is sort of what I was saying about Bail Organa, the, the other ship. Is that I think That's I, a ship? Well, it's a ship in the sense that they're... they're He's got a great ship. Leia's no adopted parents or something like that, right? Yes, yes, he's got a great ship. No yeah, bets. I mean, it's, you know, um, I like you expect that. We're good. There was a good, a, I got a good piece of Sonia spit right on my forehead. Oh, We're cool. good. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. good. You sort Far of, worse things have happened on this podcast. You sort of expect that um, Padme's affections will shift. You, you sort of expect mm-hmm. that she will fall in love with someone else or like that yeah. some other right. affection will. Yeah. And even if that were to happen, as you say, post the movie like if she survives and then like moves on or something but instead she like has to die with that relationship like I also think he could have done something where because we keep on saying like the moment where Anakin just fucking turns starts choking her out makes so little sense it's very frustrating everything that's been built up Mm -hmm. he has the dream where he sees her Obi-Wan by her side while she Griffin we've done this so many times now okay he doesn't see the conversation she gets off the ship. She's trying to, like, you know, yeah. uh, reason with him. And then Obi-Wan walks off. Yeah. Don't you think the smart thing was, like, his anger is, you told Obi-Wan about this? Mm-hmm. I thought you trusted me. Mm-hmm. I feel like there would be more reason for her to get angry and lash out at her if he thought suddenly, like, wait, why are the two of you together? Hmm. I had the two of you together in my dream. Are the two of you sleeping together behind my oh, back? I see. You're just saying they should have maybe... Gone with a different motivation. But you also are just mad at the way that scene plays out just because it's so, so inexplicable. So angry. Yeah. But it kind of would make more sense also for Anakin from a character perspective at that point who is now becoming so paranoid about everyone around him right. to be like, everyone's teaming up against me. Right. You don't love me anymore. And I wonder if infidelity would have just been too complex. Like for this. For George. Well, for George, who I think is really pitching this movie at six year olds. Like, I don't That's think. That's fair. Theoretically. Theoretically. Although this movie's I mean, pitched a little up. But yeah. I mean, obviously, I think that one of the things that's so perplexing to him is that other people like it. But mm-hmm. he's always, like, he's painting with these very broad strokes. And so he can't have infidelity. Like, he yes. can't, there's no room for it in his brain. I don't know. It, no, that's I mean, a fair point. I mean, and and to go back to the dream, I mean, I do think it's interesting because I did rewatch that scene, too. I mean, dream sequences in film, I mean, especially in in something like this where they're not really given the sort of like David Chase treatment of like real, you know, like really lived in. There's like an elephant and Annette Bening is there. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. Right. No, it's it's amazing. Right. (laughs) Um, This is like there's like a few images and he wakes up and clearly like the emotional, like what makes a dream compelling is that there's some emotions going on with the with the music video in your head that makes you you know that's what keeps you up at night whatever um and he is sort of trying to convey like those emotions when he wakes up so i've never really hewed too close to what his actual images are Mm -hmm. because i've sort of been like okay what really matters is how anakin felt about this but also i wonder if maybe the reason that he then chokes 
Amidala out is just because George Lucas is like, no, he's bad. He's now bad. Yeah. Bad, bad, yeah. bad, bad, yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. there is no, there's no nuance to it. It's just, there now is. he's bad, now he's bad. And there bad. isn't. There it's is no simple. nuance to it. Right. Okay. I don't know. What's on your phone, Griffin? I want to read, uh, we had uh, a listener, uh, Anna Maria, sent in a theory, not her own theory, but she said, you know, this is interesting. Have you read this? Do you know about this? And this is, I, I will not read this entire thing. Please do not. Um, but this guy uh, wrote a whole piece on saying, you know, people shit on Revenge of the Sith. Who is this guy? Is this some Reddit uh, guy? His name is Joseph Tavano, okay? okay? Editorial, Padme didn't die of a broken heart. Okay. Oh, I find it odd that one of the most pivotal, mysterious moments of Star Wars saga is discussed frequently when it is, the case is closed. Uh, people who come to the r- same wrong conclusion, da da da. Of What's course, his conclusion? I'm talking about the end of Revenge of the Sith, one of my all-time favorite films. Oh dear. Oh dear. I haven't been counting, but I've seen this movie 500 times, and I'm still finding new things to consider. Wait, wait. He no, hasn't been counting, but he hit, no, has look, seen it 500 times. On the nugget. If you, if, you, if you watch a movie that many times, you're going to invent things about it. Exactly. Anyway, the final hour of this movie is densely packed with information, but it doesn't hold your hand. Where a lesser film. That is. <laughs> would have wrapped things up with an explosive explosive voice over vengeance demands that viewers watch how things unfold and ask the viewer to put the pieces together themselves unfortunately not everyone has put together the proper way okay so his argument is point by point I'm just going to paraphrase just at this point I'm not going to real paraphrase yes I, I had to read his exact right, words come to, on, come on, to Jesus. condemn him before I start sharing his theory one is that the film never says that she dies of a broken heart no, she says, Anakin, doesn't. you're breaking my heart, and then the robot says she's lost the will to live. Yeah. But we're not idiots, and we can put one and one together. That's the implication. What's number two? Number two is he says it wasn't the choke that killed her. Okay. Okay. Because no one's saying it was that. brief enough, this and that. Whatever. whatever. Number three. Those babies could have been brain dead, though. Mm. Point yeah, number three. Stupid. <laughs> Point number three, he goes, droids don't know squat about the force. He's saying because droids are mechanical and they pick up on... Oh, my God. So he's doing the droid truther doctor mm, thing, too. Droid truther. <laughs> he is. Okay, so droids, but who cares? Yes, all droids. So are you... <laughs> Hashtag yes, all droids. He's, he's saying that droids would not be able to pick up on the force. And so medically, she's completely healthy. For some reason, we can't explain we're losing her. She's dying. We don't know why she lost the will to live. Uh, he claims that the reason they can't pick up on is the force. And that Palpatine, in talking about being able to use the Force to extend people's lives and to end them, has been killing Padme from a distance so that he could put the machinations in place yeah, to make that's, Anakin that's fulfill his destiny. I agree. I think it's a dumb theory. Yeah. Because well, if he could do that, he'd do it all the time. Exactly. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Okay. That aside, I don't know if that's true. One of the things that's interesting is that when Anakin wakes up as Darth Vader, mm-hmm. that Palpatine knows that Padme is dead. Yeah. And I have had questions about that. This is the big linchpin of this guy's argument. He goes, why would Palpatine know that? How could he He know that? He just immediately knows It's because Palpatine killed her. It's because Palpatine can turn the Force into life and can pull life out through the Force. And that they, these droids who are so binary would look at it and go, we don't know how to explain it. She's losing the will to live. And then in reality, he's sucking it out of her so that he can make Anakin. You know, that would be interesting if it was in the movie. I agree. You know, like, <laughs> I totally like, I might yeah. buy into that if it was in the movie. Yeah. I, I feel like you could make I feel like you would have to make the argument that somehow like Anakin, like Amidala is more um 
is like more susceptible to this force sucking thing mm-hmm. than the average person. And then maybe you could make that whole argument. You're saying right? it would need to have been set up in any way by this film in order to work. Let's not get crazy. I agree. <laughs> um, um, yeah. And, and I also I mean, this guy's saying, oh, well, the last 30 minutes are so misinterpreted, but they're actually really dense and they're not holding your hand. Every other moment yeah, of the last hand. two and a half movies have been holding your hand yeah, so hold much. Your hand the whole time. This movie has no subtext. I hate fan theories. Me too. I hate them. I hate fan theories. Merchandise Spotlight. Yay! I was about to set <laughs> that up. It's time. Merchandise Spotlight. Uh, I, I try- was so mad about the Merchandise Spotlight last time, and now I'm really excited. <laughs> no, you want it. Um, this is this is just a small one. I found two. Uh, uh, I want to I want to go in a different direction because okay. there's a lot of toys and stuff like that. I want to go in a different direction. Kellogg's Company. Sure. Create some food products. Sure. Okay. Cereals. All right. Uh, the cereal was kind of boring. I mean, it was just like, you know. Sith flake. Cheerios and then uh, marshmallows, but the mm. marshmallows didn't look very good. So I got I got two items here. One is uh, Revenge of the Sith fruit snacks. Nice. Delish. Gummy fruit snacks, okay? So they have six shapes. Yeah. Just guess. Just, I want you to guess. Darth Vader helmet. Uh, Storm, Stormtrooper helmet? Uh, a clone trooper helmet. I don't know what you're talking about, Stormtrooper. Oh, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. yeah. Clone <laughs> trooper helmet. Uh, uh, lightsaber? Nope. Ship. What are the ships? They're all characters. I'll give you that all hint. They're oh. all characters. Uh, Yoda head. Yes. Okay. Yeah, good thinking. Uh, Obi-Wan? Nope. Yeah, that'd be weird. Uh, uh, Jar Jar? Nope. Grievous? Uh, no, they're all Revenge of the Sith characters. I'll General give you that Grievous hand. is a Revenge no, of the Sith No, I was saying character. that in response to Jar Jar, but I, I know he's in a first second he's fucking crying second. at Padme's funeral. He's flopping around. Behind Academy Award nominee Keisha Castle-Hughes. I think he's also flopping when, uh, what's her, the Chancellor gets back. Um, yeah, I think you're right. I don't know, is, is, the, is Palpatine one of them? Uh, how, no. How could Palpatine be one of them? Oh, oh, uh, C-3PO and R2. Correct. Okay. And well, what do you think the sixth one would be? I think it's going to be something really weird and you're excited to tell us. Yeah. That fucking Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> now we talked harmful, about this last week. How weird it Chewbacca. is. Yoda is so nice to this random Wookiee called Chewbacca. Who's he paying off to get this kind of billing? I bet he's the fucking fourth build in this movie. He's Chewbacca. high build in this movie. If that, yeah. he's barely in he's it. He's barely in it. He doesn't do anything. What kid wants to eat Chewbacca? What kid remembers Chewbacca? What wow. flavor is Chewbacca? Chewbacca no, appears orange. to be uh, orange. Mm, delicious. I want to see this. Yeah, and C3PO is uh, lemon. Oh, R2 sure. is like a blueberry. C-3PO should have been blueberry and R2 should have been lemon because R2 is very sour. <laughs> oh, David. That was, you can, you. I cannot believe you just said that. I can't, How hard is it, do you think it is to make a black gummy bear? Because I would like to see that. A Vader. Vader. Oh, yeah, because yeah, we should mention like that Vader is uh, black and uh, is blue rather than being black. Uh, he could be a black cherry or something, right? Yeah. Blackberry. And then uh, the, the uh, clone trooper is grape. It's purple. Anyway, um, what's se- the other second item? Spotlight? Second item. So this is a very tragic film, as we know. Yeah, it ends in misery. A once innocent boy filled with promise and potential. We know how the movie ends, Griffin. Love in his life. <laughs> Sand, gritty, hot. Gets into a, a fight with his best friend and mentor <laughs> yeah. on a lava planet. Is gets pushed into the lava. Person. Gets his legs cut off. Good death. Uh, lava. Life. Lava plants the same site where he chokes his wife. Which then ceases, uh, kills her will to live, right? How do we make a fun food that ties into that? What about lava berry plop tarts? Plop tarts, pop tarts. Two episodes, my frosted, brain's exploding. Frosted lava berry explosion with. With just Darth Vader's big helmet yeah, on it. Yeah, with Darth Vader's big helmet. Like, 
<laughs> like, He's just, oh my God. Consume the fires is... that consumed me. <laughs> okay, this is, I, guys, it's a it's a box. We're just yeah. looking at a picture of a Pop-Tarts box. It's true. Very the brightly Pop-Tarts colored. are bright pink yeah. Vader's with like yellow like, sprinklers. <laughs> and then, yes, Darth Vader's just fucking looming. Yeah. He's got like kind of right. a sitcom tilt. Yeah. You know? That's He's right. Like, He's got this tilt and he just I looks have like one of those? he is going to devour your soul. Like, limited edition Star Wars Pop-Tarts, frosted lava berry explosion. I can't read. What does this say? Well, probably, with something, something filling. What does that um, say? You know, raspberry. It's or with wild berry filling. <laughs> wild berry. It's got wild berry filling. I think we're lava berry filling. Oh wait, so are, is the oh the lava berries is the lava of the pits? Yeah. Oh my god. Well, most pop tarts are like one color on the outside, and then like the frosting, yeah. and then the inside filling. And this is like all pink. Like the, the crust is pink. Explosion. The frosting's pink. The filling is pink. And then wow. there are little flecks. Relive the loss of your mortal body and <laughs> the betrayal of. Yeah, I mean, of course. Do absolutely. You know, do you know why he looks so threatening here in the box? <laughs> because he's furious that they're making light <laughs> of the death of well, everything he once is, was in a fucking breakfast. It's snack. also because his head is like a skull with two giant <laughs> eyes, but fair enough. It well, is a great design. What I also yeah. appreciate is the Pop Tarts is like a pop secret yeah. like reference here yeah. to yeah. um his his paternity yeah. being a thing yeah. or not his... <laughs> he didn't know he was a pop <laughs> <laughs> he didn't know he was a double pop double pop griffin the inside out app is on your front page of apps i play it all the time it's a game what kind of a game is it it's is like... it like a bubble bobble yeah it's where you have to match up the yeah, colors yeah, yeah you have yeah. to match up memory or like snood yeah, I'm obsessed with that. Yeah, I play it all the time. Inside Out's a great movie. It makes me feel good about people. Inside Out's a wonderful movie. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. You should see it. It's I know. Good. I haven't seen anything. It's terrific. Nah. That's really Probably my in my top five of the year. Hey, don't say that, Sonia. You have seen something. You've seen Star Ba-ba-da-ba. Wars Episode <laughs> Three: Revenge of the Sith. And thank you for rewatching parts of this movie. <laughs> um, preparation thank you guys for, for having me. Hey, Benny. What's up? Did you have something you wanted to do? Uh, well, it was kind of a weird tangent I went off on. You were clicking you around. Yeah, I, well, so with last episode when we discussed just one particular uh, character, it, it was um, Palpatine's episode. Mm-hmm. I had suggested, uh, you know, who else would you have liked to have seen play oh, this character? And we went off uh, talking about Al Pacino kind of based Pacino on Pacino as Palpatine. the yep. similarity to the movie wow. uh, Devil's Advocate. Sure. <laughs> so I went off on this really terrible search of looking for movies where women are beaten or died or childbirth. Oh, my God. Did not find really any uh, helpful or oh, great uh, connections to make. That's what Ben's been doing. But that's oh. what I've been doing, guys. So uh, Keeping Tom Hosley over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the peeper. He's, he's the, the peeper. peeper. Look at the peeper's the new name. Well, guys, uh, Pan's Labyrinth, Ophelia's mother. Yeah. She, she, Carmen, she, she dies. Oh, yeah. gosh. Pan's Labyrinth is a rough that's, yeah. Have you guys seen Crimson Peak? No, is it great? I really liked it. Yeah, I if I can stomach the blood, I think I should see it because I because I do really love that. Yeah, um, just so Ben's uh, suggestion wasn't a total dead end, <laughs> I would like to uh, present uh, for this new segment Star Wars What Ifs. <laughs> okay, I'd like to present. Uh, this is Al Pacino as Padme Amidala. <laughs> Anakin, <laughs> you're uh, breaking my heart. <laughs> That was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not laughing. Oh, I loved it. it Everyone else loved it. <laughs> the room, good. The room loves the room it. Loved it. The room. The room loves it. Yep. Um, I wonder. I mean, what other? I mean, we we almost had a universe where like Rose Byrne was Amidala, or like mm-hmm. Kara Knightley, or I guess Keisha Castle Hughes. Probably she was pretty young. 
Are you grooming Griff right He's now? He's got a lot of uh, sound. The soundproofing sound is, is leaking onto my my clothing. Just <laughs> <laughs> trying to tell you something. Um, that would have been good. I don't know. I mean, my my takeaway now is that very few actors could have survived yeah. any of the parts I, I in these films. I think the movie is. Who uh, would we have liked to see as Anakin? Like, really? Uh, that's oh, actually we said this. Question. Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling is a good answer. Ryan Gosling would have been in just the right who, position who, to do yeah. it because he believe was he auditioned. the right age. He was also like a Canadian TV actor primarily at that yeah, point. But he was much better at portraying rage. Yeah, he would have been really good. He's got a better um, weird fake Brooklyn accent. Yeah, slightly better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, because this is my Hayden Christensen. Okay, uh, Padme, I love you so much. This is my Ryan Gosling. Ah, Padme, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I just went. Ah, I don't know, Padme. I, what I happened you. to Gosling? He's coming back. He made that movie, and then he was off the grid. Now he's he made back. that movie. I feel he like he movie. took. A, I think he was took taking a break. Took yeah. a break. He wanted to be a daddy. And he, yeah, he had. He directed a, apparently. Right, he made that movie, movie. Lost River. He made yeah. that movie. He made the movie. But he was in Gangsta Squad. Remember? No, Gangsta that was squad. right before the break. That Gangsta movie Squad. Push back. Yeah. Well. I'm a gangster. I'm a gangster Squad. That's my Ryan Gosling. <laughs> Great. Uh, pat me. <laughs> my Ryan Gosling is just becoming. Emma Stone might have been a fun pat me. She would have been good. I mean, but she would have been too, but she would have been good. A little young, but... Um, My Ryan Gosling is just becoming Muggsy from the Looney Tunes cartoons, the gangster. Eh, pet me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Great, great podcast. I'm Uh, so sleepy. Can't wait to win a Webby Award for this. Oh, my God. And when we do, Sonia, you'll you'll be up there accepting it with us. Yay! Who hosts Um, the Webbies these days? Uh, I I think it's Watto. I think Watto was these days. <laughs> this really, yeah, this is really yeah. telling that we've recorded two episodes in one day. Right yeah. now, this, this is getting punchy. Everyone is just running out of steam. As if oh. Plop Tarts wasn't already <laughs> showing my weariness. Plop Tarts was funny though. Plop Tarts was funny. Okay, and let's just cleanly state, just so we have it on record, we are pro Smiths, not pro bits. Anti bits. Yep. Pro Smiths ship bits. Sure. That right? sounds like a cereal. It sounds like a tie-in Zip cereal. Schmidt bits. Smith ship bits. Smith ship. Yeah. Congratulations to us all. Thank you for being with us today. We're great artists. Uh, <laughs> so many people can follow you on Twitter. Yeah, they can. Yeah. They have to spell my name, though. It's hard. So, so let's not give them any help. <laughs> Sonia Soraya. Figure it out. Let's see. She's verified. <laughs> who, who is worthy of following you on Twitter? Uh, can read your work on Salon. Yes. Uh, Night Cheese is uh, the yes. other podcast you guys do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to yeah. cut that out. Oh, you did? Thank you, Thanks, Ben. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. Um, this is a good point to announce that uh, Ben and I are about to start a new spinoff podcast. That's right. That's right. It's, it's called cut. Morning Crackers. No, it's called Cut That Out. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty short. We, we end up cutting a lot of stuff out. <laughs> It's called Morning Crackers, colon, cut that out. And what happens is I eat a cracker on mic, and then Ben goes, cut that out. And that's each episode. Yeah. You have to guess which type of cracker I'm eating. Well, we're terrible people. Yep. Um, I want a to die. Movie. Watch a terrible movie. Uh, 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 yeah, I want to eat my own head. <laughs> <laughs> and... Next time, hopefully, maybe we'll do the performance review next time. Or uh... yeah, it's about syncing up guests, but we got some good ones going up. We're gonna we're gonna do a performance review, and we're look going at to Jenny do... Tartakovsky's Clone Wars. Jenny Tartakovsky, my favorite living filmmaker, director of Hotel Transylvania and Hotel Transylvania Two. Yeah, did a Clone Wars micro series, yeah. animated micro series. I um, think is um, better uh, on the Cartoon Network, I believe. Yes, better than the film, and so we're gonna do that. Yeah. We're gonna do performance review. We'll see which one comes next, but those are both coming up in your future. They're coming uh, a long, a short time ahead in a galaxy very close by. <laughs> <laughs>
Don't make fun of me. That's my real voice. <laughs> it is not. Yes, it is. I talk like this. You're never going to get a Pixar movie. I'm never going to get a Pixar movie. <laughs> my career is ruined. Um, Producer Ben, final thoughts? Uh, I don't know. Sorry we dragged you out here for on a Sunday, but No, it's okay. It was fun. I, I mean, at first... <laughs> You're at least convincing. <laughs> no, it was fun. No, nah, it was fun. I, I mean, the previous episode, I was mad. Yeah, I was, yeah, ben I was, was mad. He doesn't talk mad. much in last fuming. week's episode. Wait, why was Ben mad? Uh, I guess he didn't want to I see just didn't no, want to no. be here doing oh, it, no. but I warmed up, and this one had a lot of fun watching It was because you guys. of me. Hey, hey, I think it was. Oh yay. We'll call you the... The Ben Breaker, because you break Ben like ice. Breaking? I, break, I don't know. I'm, All right, we need to be done yeah, with that. Yeah, no, we done. need to wrap up. As, I have no final thoughts. As please. always. And as always, Smith Ships Bits. Smith Smith Ship Bits. Bye, guys. Bye.